The latest active resistance is the op-ed published in the failing New York Times by an anonymous, really an anonymous, gutless coward. You just look. Motherfucker had marbles in his mouth. It's an enemy. I was hoping it was a stroke. That's not funny. My dad had a stroke, so I found that offensive. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Funny thing, like. Uh, like two weeks after my dad had his stroke, uh, Family Guy did this Peter Big Stroke, stroke episode. episode. Yeah. Oh God. And I was like, you know, this is actually funny, but I'm sure it was still not, fresh. Then. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, just scabbed over a little right. bit. <laughs> Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, <laughs> the bipolar rock and roller, the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather of Gash, the genetic jackhammer. <laughs> Episode 175 of the world's greatest podcast, Pillow Fort Radio. I'm the four-time, three-time. That's just, I'll, I will be the four-time. I'd say it's in the bag. West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year. And alongside me. Friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> the newly minted West Virginia Podcasters Association co-host of the year. Of the know. week. Is this is this like student of the week where they just pick a student at random? They just got to make sure everybody gets it. Is that what this is? I resent that, sir. Well, you resemble it. That's what I'm saying. Co-host, you're a pay. You're a you're a series regular. I'm an underling. You're remember in Seinfeld, like Eric Banya, Banya, who's name Banya, Kenny Banya, Kenny Banya. Yeah. I'm Kenny Banya. Yeah, you you'd be a series regular. You'd show up in maybe five episodes and go away. Okay. Real co-host is the Bone Cruncher. <laughs> The the Reginald Denny of regional of regenerative farming, the <laughs> the Ronnie Millsap of regenerative the farming. ravishing Rick Rude, <laughs> the ravishing Rick Rude. What I'd like to have right now is all you fat, lazy, out of shape farmers to stop using GMOs and <laughs> and antibiotics on your meat. <laughs> John Morgan, Mr. Morgan, if you're nasty. Of course, as soon as this news comes out, he's not here. Yeah. He's not here to defend his honor. And he told me, <laughs> I don't know how true this is, but he told me there was a vigorous letter writing campaign on your behalf trying to keep me from getting that. Have you ever even seen me pick up a pen? It doesn't mean that you're not doing it. I don't. I did not write a letter. That grim, The gremlin job I, gets you some. It's got some downtime. The, yeah, there's so, a lot of there's a lot of sitting around. I mean, when they're waiting. skinning them, yeah, and and weighing them, you know. When they also got to leave one 
so the other gremlins nearby know not to fuck with that land. Right. Because that's the destroyer's going to come back. That's right. <laughs> uh, but no, I didn't write in. Well, you act as if I think about you when you're not here. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite insulting. <laughs> Co-host of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, um, um, you know what it reminds me of, and I'm going to be honest. I've been, What's I've been the four-time, three-time, about to be four-time man of the year for the West Virginia Podcasters Association. Um, it reminds me of when, in a fit of Ray, whimsy, the WCW decided, hey, let's slap the title on David Arquette here for a little while. And it, it just devalues. Wait, wait, wait. It devalues wait my award. Chucky what? Tater Sax is here with me, everybody. <laughs> Did you just fucking Arquette me? You get Arquetted when you deserve it. I don't. I, it I, reminds me of. I don't know if I have to stick around for this. It it's it's like you're a transitional champion. It was it's like when uh, somehow Bob Buckland beat uh, Cowboy Bob Backland. He beat uh, Bret Hart at a house show to win the title, and the next Monday night on Raw, he loses it to um, to uh, Diesel. Did that really happen? Yeah, because they didn't want they didn't want um, Diesel beating Bret Hart because they're going to set up an angle for later, right? So they had a transitional champion for like three days, and it was Bab ba- Bab Backland in like 1993 or 94. Man, this is what this reminds me of. And I'm not saying you don't deserve the honor, even though you're not really a co-host. I don't know what John Radcliffe and those fine folks at the West Virginia Podcast Association are thinking. Whatever. <laughs> but congratulations on the thing. Well, they obviously looked okay. They obviously looked at my body of work, <sighs> and uh, and they decided that you know. Well, I'm not the greatest, as you as you yourself are. That I at least deserve something. Flattery will get you everywhere, my friend. <laughs> I mean, you are born to do this. <laughs> this is the only thing I do. The, that's the, good. In, in your crib, there was a microphone, a set of headphones, and I was talking very uh, arrogantly about myself. Yes, yeah. you were crying arrogantly above <laughs> all the other babies. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, you were pointing out all of their shortcomings. <laughs> you're going to be fat. Just letting you know. I'm going to be fat, but you're going to be like falling backwards fat. <laughs> you threw a burrito at the Mexican kid. <laughs> well, you look hungry. <laughs> and I was born in Charleston. At that point, I don't think there was any Mexican Probably kids. Probably not any Mexican kids down there. Probably not. But I mean, this is what I was born to do. And you were born to run. When you let me in, I want to be your friend. I want to show you dreams and visions. I do a pretty good Bruce impression. <laughs> Counting with Bruce. That's one of the best things ever. <laughs> yeah, congratulations on the thing. I mean, it's great. I mean, I mean, they're even letting uh, mentally handicapped kids... Uh, do uh, the Olympics now, so that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't begrudge you for, for this award. Listen to Gary Talent on the bass. His last name's Talent. Is it really? Is his last name really Talent? Yeah. Like, it yeah. wasn't a stage name. Like- nope. Okay, that's not that. Fucking Bruce. But, yeah, I mean... You're uh you're up here with the big boys now, so live up to it, pal. Okay, I'm trying. Uh, 
we should test out your host hosting skills. We should do another intro, and then you could bring in the podcast. Let's just say for some reason I lose my voice. Okay, and you have to be the host. All right, all right. Let's uh, bring up. Let's bring up our normal intro song. It's going to take me a minute because I'm so angry right now. <laughs> Fuming. Of course, there's an ad before it. Well, I've got it here. Well, See, I'm already doing quite well. well the you're job. Do, yeah, you're doing great. Uh, I'm. Should I die? And you have to re- assume the responsibility. So I want to hear how you're going to handle it. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Pillow Fort Radio, it's 6.05, 5 after 6. <laughs> I gotta admit, that's pretty good. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's gotta be some more stuff after that. You gotta say the episode number. It's the episode weather. 175, <laughs> unnamed as yet. <laughs> and with me as always is the genetic jackhammer. The... Peanut butter to my jelly. The it's Dutch. Some say he's too much. I say he's just right. It's good to be here, Chuck. Awesome, awesome, sir. I'm about to give all these people the Dutch touch. I don't know if I want that. I heard that's too much. <laughs> too much Dutch. It's never too much Dutch. They say if it's not after Dutch, that, you might need a crutch. You might. Well. I'm not going to say you're good at this, but you're not terrible. So whenever I commit suicide, I just got to I got to teach you how to run the board and everything first, and I'm okay. all about the recording. I but, felt pretty good though. But my God, you might have a future in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the news here? <laughs> you got a newspaper. <laughs> Make rattle prank, some papers, prank calls, make prank calls. I don't know. We're doing a morning zoo Sound now. <laughs> we got the comedian Dutch. We got the com- Dutch comedian that's uh, playing the local comedy shack, the Chuckle Hut. <laughs> you know the guy that yuck yucks. The guy that nobody's ever heard of. Or somebody along the lines of an Andy Frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he'd actually be a good guest. Like these. Traveling comedians. Oh, they're terrible. No, well, they're not terrible. It's just like I drove 17 hours and now I have to do AM morning radio. Can you do a couple minutes? <laughs> hey, can you give me some of your act? <laughs> Fuck you. There have been multiple comedians go on Bob and Tom and they won't have them back because they won't just do their act for free on on their show. Because that's what they all do. All right. They all do their act for free on the show. But like uh, Rogan wouldn't do it. He's like, no, let's just talk. I'm here yeah that's the interesting part about talking to a comedian is hearing what they have to say about shit i don't want to hear your act i mean these these peanuts am i right (laughs) you know chuck i I heard you like lifting weights you got any stories about that (laughs) well (laughs) you know these girls in the gyms they wear those those tight bottoms those pants (laughs) you can see every curve you can see their labia you pick them up you put them down you just choose one (laughs) what's the deal with lifting weights. <laughs> I like how everybody turns into Jerry Seinfeld when they 
want to be a terrible comedian. And he's like the one of the he's best comedians. Yeah. His act is really good. Oh, he's fantastic. But he's one of those polishers. Like he'll do the same act for a while and just get Oh, it he did that, that one act. I'm telling you for the last time was fucking great. Yeah, because he'd been doing it since the seventies. Yeah. Eighties. <laughs> and he finally did a special. Or, yeah. And he got rid of it. He 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 told many comedians, Why would you do a special? Then you lose the whole act. You can't tour it anymore because everybody's already seen it. Exactly. I guess, but now people are putting them out once a year. He had he had a whole bit about the airplane. It was like it was like so 1980s. Yes, and it should have been shitty, but it was awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. There's nothing. People, it's not him that people shit on when they're doing the what's the deal thing. It's what it spawned him. What right. he spawned. Right. Is a whole bunch of observational comedians that weren't just weren't as good. I like how they dress that on Seinfeld sometimes, though. Like, I've seen you on TV, right? He's like, yeah, you do a lot of that. You ever notice kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen you. And they just kind of <laughs> they shit on him. He's always like, <laughs> they say after the Bill Burr rant, that kind of ruined com- comedy open mics because every tried, everybody tried to do that for a while. Well, I tried to do the Bill Burr rant. They tried to like be uh, adversarial with the audience. You, you, that doesn't you can't work. do that do unless you're Bill. Yeah, you then. can't do that if, unless you're Bill Burr. Yeah, it I just mean, doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. They say that that um, it sort of ruined open mics because the youngsters were going up there and. Well, that's what, okay, that's what I've noticed about comedy is that sometimes, like in the 80s you had this, there were some comedians that were, you know, oh, the peanuts, whatever, and they were hacks because a lot of comedians got on in the 80s. Yeah. And in the Same 90s. thing's happening right now. Well, that's true. And um, everybody gets a special on Netflix and you're just like, oh, there's this guy. And if I haven't heard of him, it's because I've... I, uh, Studiously been ignoring them. Yeah, I must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there were a few comedians that had a very unique delivery and act. Judy Tenuta with the yeah. fucking the accordion, accordion and yeah. and I, she was funny. I mean, I don't, didn't care for her, but I could appreciate how funny she was. You know, uh, Emo Phillips. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was really funny. You know, he drops that for a while, did he? And he wasn't, yeah, it wasn't as going yeah. well. So, he, did you know that Jeff Foxworthy dropped the redneck thing for a while? I saw some of that. It was painful. Really? Because he wasn't a bad comedian, but you could tell he was uncomfortable. He was... Well, it's sort of like um, Dice Clay. He couldn't... He was like a That was like star. a character of oh, his. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's sort of turned into him by now. But Yeah. <laughs> but um, people... Like, he would do his act, and at the end... 10 or 15 years afterwards, they'd be like, do the uh, the uh, nursery rhymes. Yeah, and then he, get, he got to do the dirty nursery rhymes. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, oh, this, this, because it's like a rock song. Right. It doesn't get old. And that's the same thing with uh, Foxworthy. People want him to do the redneck, uh, you might be a redneck if jokes. Yeah. That's so a- I get it. But his jokes and stuff are good. Mm-hmm. But the audience is like, okay, say get her done or whatever. Yeah, oh, God. Mm-hmm. If your mother and your whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's funny. whatever it is you do, do do your shtick. It's like uh, weasel wazzle cable guy, later the cable guy. If he didn't say get her done every five seconds, that's what gets the laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's get her done every. Especially five that seconds. some of the sometimes that crowd, they're just yeah, they're, not they're the worst. worst. Like it's like a Jeff Dunham crowd. Yeah, if I ever see you as my friend, <laughs> post that you're going to a Jeff Dunham show. Just rest assured that you're not my friend anymore. Yeah, we cannot talk anymore. We we can't. That'll break the deal. The with guy's him. very talented. 
I, I yes, he is. Ventriloquism like <laughs> is, is a really an art, and he's Difficult. very good at it. Yeah, I just don't like it. You know that Jerry uh, Jerry thought about doing ventriloquism for a little bit? That'd be hilarious. That's actually that was referenced on the show. Like Mr. Marbles, the, the guy that Kramer had, the dummy that Kramer had, that was a reference to Jerry's brief foray into ventriloquism. There's one really good ventriloquist act. The guy's dead now, Otto and George. But it's it was too dirty to ever be mainstream. So see, I could appreciate every that. comedian loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, I think David Copperfield bought the uh, original George really? Otto. I think the yeah the puppet's name is Otto. Mm-hmm. He bought the original one and bought the guy a new one because it was so ratty and shit. And he has it in a glass case and he knows the entire act. That's awesome. It's, and he's I think he actually did it at his funeral. Whenever he died, David Copperfield David did. Copperfield. I didn't know I didn't know David Copperfield was a comedian. He's a I, fan. Thought it, I thought he was a magician. He's a comedy fan. Well, sure. And he just memorized the act and he did it. I might look up some of that. But uh, there's not um, there's not a lot of really good puppet acts, I must say. But Otto and George, I've not heard all the stuff, but it is pretty offensive if you're anybody but me. <laughs> okay, let's find one. This is from 1998. Of course, there's an ad beforehand. Of course. Why wouldn't there be? Oh, there's a guy with the ponytail with the gray hair. You can see him moving his mouth. That's what's great. Kill yourself. Shave that fucking Isn't that Andy Kindler? No, it just looks like him. Really okay, looks like it. What are you, Ben and Jerry, you cocksucker? What's great is because you can see him moving his right mouth. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm banging him in the ass. I'll fucking yank that ponytail, make him sing Beatles songs. All right. I'll fuck you. All right. I'll bang you in the ass and let the other guy suck the load out with a crazy straw. <laughs> uh, Jesus. I'll get you a free drink. All right. Hold on now. <laughs> guy gets one tequila on him. He's fucking puppets now. Yeah. yeah. Tequila. Yeah, that's uh, that's Otto and George. That's that's, that's pretty much. I the really act. thought that was Andy Kindler. It looks a lot like him. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I saw an article um, talking about do comedians really need to be funny now? Because now everybody's going for what they call clapter instead of laughter. They're they're making their points and there's no punchline and everybody's like, yes, yeah, equality. Right. Like there's like is a comedy special out. On Netflix called Nanette by some, she's from Australia. Some she's, clam. She's a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. And and from what I've heard, there's no jokes. It's just a one-woman show, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then she says, um, if your first thing to do as a comedian, your first order of business as a comedian is to make people laugh, then you need to get off the stage. That's so fucking stupid. It is. That's that's completely opposite of what yeah the job description is she's one of those people like she's one of those white men don't need to be doing this anymore and i'm sorry other than like five or six white men are all the best comedians if we're if we're calling jewish people white yeah on the coasts yeah and that's where they all are right well let's go down the best comedians i mean oh boy let's get into it (laughs) We're, we're gonna have a bit of disagreement with this but probably not a lot Okay, let me let me start. Yahoo Ever? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> Yakov Smirnov. In Soviet Russia, internet looks at you. 
<laughs> what a country. You know that guy's still killing it? You know that they did uh, the last stand of Yakov Smirnoff on the Ben Stiller show after the collapse of the Soviet Union? And it was one of the most... Ben Stiller felt so terrible because he kept on doing jokes and he starts to sweat and then he falls down at the end of the act. It's... it's let me see. <laughs> he's got a he's got a, a theater in Branson. He kills it. He goes out on the road. Yakov Smirnoff in Branson. Branson, really? Missouri. Jesus. Yeah, Branson, Missouri, is, for some reason, that's just sort of like the... It's sort of like Pigeon Forge. Yeah. He's got a theater in Branson, and he goes out on the road and kills it. Um, he seems like he would be a really funny guy. He was on Rogan once, I think, and it was pretty good. He's pretty funny. It's just those those jokes. All I remember is in Soviet Russia, this does this to you. <laughs> For president, heads of state. He loves to make people laugh almost as much as he loves his freedom. HBO presents The Last Stand of Yakov Smirnov. Thank you. You know, since Soviet Union broke up, people say I have nothing to joke about. Well, I say there's always Albania. <laughs> the Iron Curtain's lifted. Local references. <laughs> In former Soviet Union, used to be pretty bad. We had no freedom. Now, we have freedom. Pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> We get, to, yeah, we get to the end. Why don't you get off stage? It's it be funny. Even if Soviet Union is no more. <laughs> See, that was uh, that was the shtick was in Soviet Union, um, food eats you or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that that whole bit, um, Ben Stiller felt bad about like after yeah, he didn't want to play he actually didn't want to put it on the show and then they were interviewing him after like on the the Ben Stiller show had that interview like after the skit or whatever it's a very odd built kind of show and um he was kind of like didn't do it and he says yeah but we talked to him and Yakov thought it was hilarious like, he thought it was really funny <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can tell if somebody's really cool if you make yeah. fun of them and they're just like that's oh, wonderful it's tremendous right. I'm trying to get there top comedian <laughs> Well, you're the co-host of the year, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, come on. Thumbs down, fart noise. That's how I feel about it. Whatever, John Radcliffe and overrated. You fine yeah. folks at the West Virginia Still Podcast got my Association. Soundboard overrated. <laughs> overrated. No, 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 no. Melania, how do you say your mumminess? Melania. <laughs> that's how what Donald a great audience. That's how Donald Trump talks whenever he's at home. He's just Melania. Probably. Change my day day. God, you know he's one of those. Probably. Because he doesn't you think like, he's he scared like, in diapers. He, he, he does, uh, no, it's not because he wants to be a man baby, it's just because he's a lazy fuck and doesn't want to do anything. Oh, Look yeah. at him. I mean he's he believes he only has so many heartbeats that he can't exercise or overexert himself. Well, I mean That's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard of in my fucking life. It's also pretty true. It is not. Oh, it absolutely is. You only get so many, but you just don't know how many there are. I think that's what it is. Well, that's what Don Johnson was singing about then. Yeah. I was getting ready to pull Heartbeat! that. I was getting ready to pull that. Song you should have, goddammit. <laughs> Don Johnson. Anyway, <laughs> best comedians. Are we talking about now? Well, ever. ever. Let's do ever, because now is highly debatable. Well, there's. Um, who's who's the, in your number one slot? My number one slot. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> That's a good one. We got to talk about him coming back. I forgot to talk about last week. I heard about a bunch of women comedians throwing. Oh, the big a lot shit of people are fuck them. A lot of people are angry about it, and well, we can talk about that okay. later if you want. Um, 
Mine would probably be Patton Oswalt, I think is probably the best. It, but this, it, it is neck and neck between him and Bill Burr. Like it's these, you, the, and also these are uh, our personal opinion. I, like I don't think that um, Louis is a better comedian than say everybody's favorite George Carlin. I just think he's funnier. <laughs> George Carlin has a couple of specials that are legitimately uh, and all that shit like, genius. He, I mean, it, the way he he's great. I watched some mm-hmm. of his stuff last week with John. Uh, he's fucking my favorite one. If incredible. you've ever watched it, is uh, "What Am I Doing in New Jersey?" That is a fucking brilliant. It is uh, like early to mid eighties, um, talking about uh, the Reagan. Uh, I mean, it's just in his element. You know what I mean? And it's in New Jersey, so it's a blue collar crowd, and they're booing the fucking. I mean, it's it blows my mind because he couldn't do that Trump stuff now in some places, including New Jersey. You can if you're good. But there's a lot of comedians going up now that aren't good, mm-hmm. and they can't do it. And they're but they're trying to do like it, like Amy Schumer, but, but probably. Yeah. Well, what she did was rude. Just brought a guy up on stage. She brought a guy up and, and, and just basically out. called him an idiot and yeah. like shit on him and stuff. Be funny if you're going to do that, right? And she wasn't being funny. She no, was, she was just she being was, an asshole. She was trying to get clapped her, mm-hmm. which is you know fine. I mean, I'm sure that guy. That guy actually had points he was making. She didn't make any. Right. Yeah, but he's racist. Is there any actual, real, concrete proof of that? Sure. But who cares? <laughs> Quite a bit. Yeah, but everybody's fucking racist. Anyway, uh, you say Pat Oswald. I say Louis. Neck and neck with Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. I say Bill Burr is probably 1B for me. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say it's... 1A, then 1B, you know, 1A Patton, 1B Louis. And that's and the only reason I, pu- I pick Patton currently is because Patton. We first name basis with him now? Or? Well, it's just easier to say than Patton Oswalt. I mean, Bill Burr is, rolls off the tongue. Patton Oswalt Old is. Double B, like, killer yeah. bees. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Patton Oswalt is like. Um, I remember when I first started really getting into stand-up comedy after George Carlin, because there was a, a period there where I... Do you remember how great Comedy Central used to be? Yes. Because they would have uh, premium Stand-up, stand-up, and yeah. They'd have com- stand-up comedy all day, mm-hmm. and then they're like a block of old SNL and Kids in the Hall and shit. It's a great show, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a great channel. And now... That was right after they combined, because there, there was two... If you remember, two comedy channels that combined to Comedy Central. There was the Comedy Channel, and then Ha... And they combined, and Ha was bullshit. It was it was awful. Um, the Comedy Channel had though originally on there was uh, Mystery Science Theory three thousand was originally on the Comedy Channel. So, so Bill uh, Burr and Louie, I got two gingers right at the top, baby. Yeah, they're they're a funny group. They really are. Um, Louis Black, of course. Louis Black, he's uh, pretty good. He's been slipping the past few years because he's just have gotten older, um, but. I think Red, White, and Screwed is still one of the best stand-up I've ever seen. So, I mean, it was really good. Um, I'm trying to think who my number two, I guess, three. It does. Uh, I can do it, no particular. And it's interchangeable. I can do no particular order. Right. Dave Chappelle. Oh, fuck yeah. He's f- After this, we need to do most overrated comedians. Oh, I can do that all day. <laughs> Richard Pryor is at the top of my list. Fucking terrible. If I had he's been alive funny. at the time, like whenever those were out and those were more poignant, I would probably. I don't think he's funny. I never thought he was funny. I think he's funny. Mm. Uh, but uh, God, who could I? I really like um, Tom Segura. He's great. I haven't gotten into him a lot yet. I like him when I've seen him, but I haven't really. 
I mean, we've watched it here and I laughed. You know, it was, his newest one's really good. He throws a little Trump jab in there, <laughs> just a little one. Yeah. Um, he shits on Louisiana and they started a whole petition against him. And <laughs> That's shit. Awesome. So what does he do? He books a fucking show in Louisiana. <laughs> it's coming right up. It's coming up in a couple weeks. Awesome. I think. Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries is great. I like him. He gets a little preachy though. He does, but I'll, but he still it. he does make it funny. Mm-hmm. It's still funny when he's doing it. So that's uh, Ari Shafir. I don't know if you've ever you've heard of him. I've, I've heard of talked him. about. It. He mm-hmm. was the amazing racist in the early two thousands. Yeah, but um, he does great stuff. Uh, he has this campaign on Twitter about because uh, no comedians are funny on Twitter anymore, and they're all just making political just points. preachy. And so he he got his fans to comment underneath all their uh. All their political points. Ha ha, great joke. That's hilarious. You're one of the best comedians. Because <laughs> really- he, he really thinks comedians should just stick to jokes. You can have opinions or whatever, but and you can, you well, can, it you depends. can say your opinions, it, but they need to be funny. It depends, yes. George Carlin could do it because he's fucking George Carlin. You know what I mean? He did he did decades before he really started going real political. Yeah, but so. he was also funny whenever he was doing his opinions. Yeah. Like there the perfect Trump joke I heard is from a comedian. Called, named Ian Carmel. It was Twitter. Twitter's a good place for, for one-liners. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there's a president that uh, bangs hookers. And uh, what else did, What else has he done that's weird? I mean, there's so much. That, that, bang, that bangs prostitutes and wants to go, wants to Space Force, and I hate him. I like. Yeah. I can't believe there's a there's a there's a president yeah. that bangs prostitutes and wants to go wants a space force and I still hate him. Yeah. Like, that's a really good point. <laughs> that is a funny joke. That yeah, is it really does. Um, Gary Goldman. I'm going to throw Gary Goldman. I on love there. Gary Goldman, dude. He's got. He had some of the best. He has some of the best bits. Like when he's talking about state lines, he's got a bit about state lines that is just. Fucking impeccable. I like his bit about uh, the mal- the milkman. Hey, what are you, milkman's kid? He's like, he starts, what What other obscure old fucking <laughs> occupations did my mom have sex with? Am I the village blacksmith's kid? Am I? <laughs> he's great because he's like this Adonis. He's like six foot seven. Yeah. He's beautiful, but he's like still Jewy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> still like Ugh. sugar cookie. His, his, uh, no, his best bit was about uh, when Pepsi started calling themselves the cola. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really, Pepsi? You're the Cause cola. Because if somebody ra- rings me up on my answering machine and says, "Hey, Gary, we call me back. It's the cola. I'm calling Coke." <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. And then I called RC. We laugh. <laughs> he doesn't get enough. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit, but that dude is fun. Yeah, he is really funny. Um, he's got a new. It's not new. It might be a year or two old by now, but it's on Netflix and it is fucking good. His best short thing he ever did was talking about how. <laughs> The difference between grapes and grapefruit. Yes. <laughs> Delicious treat. <laughs> grapes. Awesome. Good. Grapefruit. Vile. Awful. <laughs> so bad it might as well be a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. I've no, always thought that. Oh, grapefruit's horrendous. Yeah. And you got to put all kinds of sugar on it. And then it's not good for you anymore. Right. Well, it's still got the. Yeah. You're still getting the stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but still piling all that sugar on top of it. Um, I, I got to throw women in there. I think Whitney Cummings is really funny. Uh, I, I did be, like I, I used to like uh, Amy Schumer. I thought mostly sex stuff was a great was a great. Uh, before she up. got branded like uh, joke stealer. Well, not even that. Um, like the feminist icon thing, she was real funny. Mm-hmm. And then she changed her tune, and she's trying to be like this political figure and all this stuff, which yeah. is fine. But it's uh, 
sort of hurt the comedy. Who's this girl? I see a kind of a pretty blonde girl, Elisa or something on on. Uh, oh, Lazarus Lessing. Is she good? She's she's really good. I've, I haven't seen her last two specials just because sometimes, you know, I got to be honest. A lot of women, female comedians, it's it's not for me, but some of them are. There's uh, there's one, Christina Pajitsky. She's Tom Sigur's wife. Yeah, she's filthy and she's hilarious. Uh, I used to love Wanda. I thought Wanda was funny. I thought Wanda was good. She had one of the best bits about Tom about uh, Rush Limbaugh. She said stuff. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish you'd have a stroke. How about that? She was just <laughs> savage. You know what I mean? I used to do this all the time whenever I had to hang out with my sister's kids. I'm like. Because she had the joke. Mm. Uh, Wanda had the joke um, when she was babysitting her sister's kids. Like, we're going to be out here drinking liquor and smoking weed. <laughs> like, Wanda, they're not my kids. I don't care. <laughs> I, I used to do that all the time. I always thought she was hilarious. Norm MacDonald's still great. Norm MacDonald's. He's got a show coming on Netflix. I'm not sure what you know it is, but I'm in. Okay. Along that vein, you know who's an underrated comedian? Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon is a Kevin really good Nealon's comedian. Kevin fantastic. But he's just so subtle. You know, it's he's got that. You know the... um. The uh, subliminal thing, mm-hmm. was Mr. Part subliminal. Of his, it was part of his act back in the day. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> or the or the what he's talking about, just weird stuff. One of his best jokes is, is like, you know, I, I like the cross brace. What I like to do is, I turn the air conditioning up in the house and I lay outside the back back window, and it drifts over me. It's it's just it's so refreshing. It's, like, <laughs> it's just a weird joke. And he's know? a weirdly ogreish type dude too. He is. He's kind of ogreish. Um, Bill Cosby, of course. The Cosby goat. is a good comedian. Fucking, he is fucking good. I mean, uh, <laughs> take everything else aside, he is a yes. Bill separate, Cosby himself is one of the, the, is one the, of the best fucking stand-ups ever. Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Jesus, that's a good fucking pick. Bob Newhart is. He's still out there doing it too. Yeah, and he's funny across so many mediums. Like he did the, uh, the, one, the his the records. One-sided, the one-sided uh, phone conversations <laughs> yeah. were fantastic. Yes. people. They used to have listening parties in the 60s where they would just play his stuff. People would stand around with a cocktail, of course, because it's the fucking 60s. And they would, you know, laugh and have a good time. And then he had his shows, both the Bob Newhart show and Newhart. Newhart is one of my favorite shows of all time. It is so underrated. It came, it was still going strong at the beginning. And middle of Seinfeld. So it, it's thunder got kind of stolen a little bit. But then at the end, it just came on and it was, man, it's a, it's a, it's a really good show. I like Joe Rogan's comedy a lot. I'm getting to like it. Like I didn't, but. Well, it took me listening to his podcast and actually. Yeah, I love Joe Rogan now. Like I, if you remember, I used to not like him at all. He had. And I can't believe I ever did. He had Elon Musk on his show this week. And and they got high, right? Yeah. Yeah. Elon Elon Musk, Musk is awesome. Elon Musk didn't get high. Did he not? No. And he, he took a puff and he inhaled it immediate, exhaled it immediately, mm-hmm. and made a weird face. And that's like the new meme. And his stock dropped today because he was drinking He's, whiskey and smoking. See, this is Joe killing Rogan. me with this because this guy is changing everything. The hyperloop, these fast trains and shit. This is all shit that we need. I mean, we really need that because we need that mass transit that's not a plane. We need, you know, that's the next infrastructure step. People don't understand this shit. But the, he smoked weed. He, he took a, a puff off of a off of a blunt, and people like two two uh, people high high ranking people in his company quit. quit. Like, come on, guys! <laughs> That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. I don't get it. Like, but it was he was a pretty good conversation. He's a little bit uh, hard to open up. He was kind of reserved. Sort of, but I, I think it's it's also because he's a fucking nerd. 
But he was pretty funny at some points. Like they talked about the uh, flamethrower. He's like, what made you want to sell flamethrowers? Like, well, it's not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a good, good conversation. You found out a little bit more about him. Um, um, here, Rogan. This had, is something Rogan had DDP on this week too. Shit. Well, it, it's still turned down. But what you got? And what Go ahead and turn yeah. it up. Go ahead now. Yeah, I got it turned up. Oh yeah. <laughs> what in the? Oh, this is uh, this is a conglomeration of all his turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's not my name. Oh. All right, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> he changes his name every time. To Turd know, Ferguson. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds passed away. What was he, 82? He's 82. He was in a movie recently. He was in a Tarantino movie, wasn't he? I think he was in, in one, but he was in a, like a small independent movie about an aging movie actor. Yeah, I heard about that. And I heard it was like really good. And it was. I haven't got to see it. Really I think it's on Amazon. Really right. showed that he's a good actor. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Burt Reynolds was the shit, man. My, my, the, my favorite movie that he's in is. Uh, the one about porn, I can't think of it right now. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, yeah. Um, that's just because that's a great movie. I'm sure he had better performances somewhere along the line. Ah, uh, that was but Boogie Nights. Was, is that was one of the best. Um, he introduced me to John C. Riley for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's been a part of my life what for 20 an years. Ugly now. Irish bog trotter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he really is, dude. He's got the lumpish face and the kinky hair. But he's so good. Yeah, he is. He's he's awesome. Like I, I like him in everything that he's in. And what I like about best about him, he understands that he's not the best looking guy. You know what I mean? Like he he's okay with that. It's just apparent. But he always plays somebody that thinks he's beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's part of the funny part. You know, <laughs> boats nose, boats nose. But uh, yeah, Burt Reynolds passed away. I mean, it's probably about time. Probably wasn't having a good time. Gene Lauder also passed away. Well, he passed away a long time ago. Did he? Yeah, I thought I saw something where he just recently died. Somehow those articles get shared over and okay. over, like way too late. But I think he that did away, say, like, okay. I, I, two years. I ago. seem to, okay. I seem to remember that now. I'm a big. I was a, a big Gene Wilder fan. Yeah, he wasn't in a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably twenty or thirty things. He just didn't need to do it. So like Rick Moranis, he's like, I don't. Need yeah, to. I've got the money. Rick Moranis is like those honey obscenely wealthy. Honey, I shrunk the movies. <laughs> yeah. Like those do those did well, and then they play over and over, and he gets a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. he does, he didn't need to do anything after that, so he's like, I'm just going to raise my kids and be cool. Yeah, I think he wouldn't, he might even, be, he wouldn't even do the new Ghostbusters. Like no. they were going to bring him back, and everybody came back except for him. Well, they were going to do an actual sequel to right. the Ghostbusters, which I think would have been better than what they did. Yeah, to be probably. Honest. Not hating on it, but I never did watch it. You give it a shot. There's some moments. I love, and Melissa, I'm not a sexist. I love Melissa McCarthy. I mean, I'm. She was okay. I said I the girl she, from Saturday Night Live was good. Yeah, but it just wasn't very good. And everything looked like um, looked like those uh, haunted mansion movies, like the ghosts. Yeah, that. that's where they've gone with special effects. Like it's very neon looking, and yeah, and it's not not cool. Should we get back to comedians? or? Uh, well, this is a nice meander we've gone on. Yeah. Um, co- comedians, yes. Let's talk about bad comedians um, that that are have somehow 
Carlos Mencia. Yeah, has somehow made it. Has somehow. I'm not. He's probably not a bad comedian, but like all the stealing. His delivery isn't bad. The stealing. But my delivery could be good. Like, say I make. Say I'm a thief. You're a thief. No, say that. That's comedy. I say I'm the best pizza guy ever, and I just punch the pizza man in the face and give you a pizza. Yeah, that's what I. That's what he's doing. Essentially, what he does. Yeah, you know, a lot of people do that though. Like, um, the comedy store in L.A. They run a show from. Uh, like eight o'clock to all the way till two in the morning, hmm. and there'll be like twenty some comedians doing fifteen minutes of pop, and sitcom writers will be in the back stealing jokes, recording and stealing jokes, yeah. and then they'll take them in. And I'm not saying like I'm a libertarian, all this stuff, and intellectual property and all that stuff, but that's just fucking rude, man. It is because that mean, guy's trying to go on tour. There's a limit. Make a special. Mm. Um, but yeah, the Carlsman C used to. St- Used to be on, used to come in, and since he was more famous, he could bump the younger comedians, go on before them, and he would do their act, then introduce them, and bring them up, just to be an asshole. Just to be an asshole. God, he really needs it. Joe Rogan should have just beat his ass. Joe Rogan could have killed. <laughs> he didn't him. have to. I know, but Joe Rogan <laughs> could have killed him. Oh yeah. I mean, just. I did, did Carlos Mencia act like a tough guy with him too? Sort of. Yeah. He he sat down on the stool. Yeah. And. Calling him motherfucker and a faggot and stuff, and called Rogan a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what did Rogan say? Ah, I could kill you. Well, well I could time. play the video. Yeah, it's it's long though. Well, maybe later, okay. not during the show. But, All right. Um, uh, comedians that are overrated or just bad. Um, Dan Cook. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm. Do you think that that's a thing? It's a it's it's a thing to hate Dane Cook. You know what I mean? It was for a while. It was, he actually it had was some also jokes th- that weren't bad. I like it. Yeah, I haven't what seen any of his newer stuff, but I liked it. But I, I heard that he stole some of it, which mm-hmm. I don't like. And he did the 360 comedy, which I didn't like. That so was okay. Stay the fuck on the stage, you know. But the, I mean, the dude was fucking funny. Yeah, so he was. I mean, whatever. you can't make it that far without having something. You know. Yeah. He um. Uh, like he's dating like an eighteen-year-old right now, and he's almost fifty. The dude's killing it. He's doing fine. Yeah, <laughs> but this, this happened. Same thing has happened happened to him ten years ago, twelve years ago, whatever it is. It's happening to Amy Schumer now. They start doing movies, and it, if that pans out, great. But if it doesn't, then you gotta walk your ass back to stand-up comedy, right? And, like, and start back at the bottom, you know, middle. Well, yeah, virtually. It, you know. Dan Cook's doing fine. Oh yeah, but uh, but getting the respect back if you've been accused of stealing, like the fans don't care. Mm-hmm. I care, but like the the people that are buying tickets, they don't really give a shit. But like that, that's that's what might happen to Amy Schumer if her movies start taking because he was in a few movies and <clears throat> one of them, most of them aren't very good. Employee of the month. Dan in real life was good, but he was a B character in that. Right. That was Steve Carell's movie. Uh, waiting. Was fantastic. He was good in waiting. He was good in waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carpe, he's nuts. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's funny. His delivery's good. The writing was pretty good. At least what he wrote. I think he only he was only accused of stealing a couple. But right. That'll tarnish a motherfucker. Right it really there. will. Robin Williams used to do it. He would steal people's jokes? Accidentally, mm-hmm. because he's so stream of consciousness, he never wrote anything down. He'd, he'd do somebody's joke on stage, and then- He'd give him money for it? Yeah. Isn't that the thing? Yeah, he would just give him. oh, shit. Like, they would tell him, like, man, that was my bit you just did. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. And he would just give him $1,000 or something. That's awesome. But he might not ever do that joke again, because he never really did the same thing twice, I don't think. Let me discuss Robin Williams for a second. I personally- 
am not a fan of his stand-up comedy. I just wasn't. Neither am I. I loved him as an actor. I thought he was a tremendous actor. Yeah. I loved him as a human being. Have you ever seen Father of the Year? It, no, we. I still haven't watched that. Yeah. At yeah. some point, you just got to sit down and, and watch that fucking movie. It's uh, Bobcat Goldthwait written and directed. Mm-hmm. That dude makes good movies. Mm-hmm. Someday, he's going to make one that's going to win an Oscar, I bet. Sure. It, but Well, probably not because they're so dark. Right. Every single one of them is just so dark. He was in uh, one of the oddest things he was in is he had a bit part in um, Grind, this 80s, yeah. 90s skate movie. Yeah. It's just weird, you know. And that actually wasn't a bad, it, well, it wasn't good, but it was <laughs> it was entertaining, you know. And um, the funniest thing about it was, though, is that <laughs> in the video, I don't know who directed the video for the Donna's Too Bad About Your Girl is one of the yeah. songs. They actually made fun of the fact that none of the people doing the skating looked like the actual actors. Like every time it would pull away, they'd look completely different. And then it'd, it'd be up in their face and they're looking like they're skating. Yeah. I thought that was kind of clever. I was like, that's funny. They get it. You know, um, who's more overrated or, or just simply bad comedians. Like I said, Richard Pryor, not funny. You don't not a fan of the of the Pryor. You're no. not a fan of Chris Rock either, are you? No, but I don't think he's a bad comedian. He's just not for me. Yeah, got some that uh, is was it bigger and blacker or so he's had. Don't get me wrong, man. He's had some bits that are fucking killer, like the uh, the FIFA faux figure. I hate me a nigga bit. That's yeah. so fucking good. Um, I can't remember. I hate Chris Rock as an actor. I think he's a, he's a he's a shit because he can't just you can't just. You can't just forget that he's Chris Rock because well, no, if he still talks no, like well, this. and not only that, he tries to emote and it's just bad. Yeah, and he's it's not a very good actor. No, like he was on uh, <laughs> the Longest Yard, and then he was trying to, you know, why do why do you shave those points? You know, it's just like, are we really doing this? Is Chris Rock really having a heart? Oh, I need to mention the um, Longest Yard. I need to mention uh, Joey Coco Diaz is one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, the the guy who should have been an Italian. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's Cuban. But, yeah, but yeah, he's fucking amazing. They say his best stuff is never going to be filmed just because he goes nuts. Like really, in front of like the fifteen people at the comedy store at midnight. Yeah, they say that's his best stuff. One time he just went on stage and threw the mic down and sang War Pigs, and that was it. And <laughs> that's somehow hilarious for me. Well, Bert Kreischer, I want to mention him too. I love him. He's hilarious. He's got this the this. Especially with his shirt off, right? Yeah, he's got two of them with his shirt off now. <laughs> and he's not the type of guy that should be taking a shirt off. Right. That's why it's funny, I guess. It's not funny if you're jacked and you look beautiful. Like Ryan Gosling, it's not funny when he takes a shirt right, off. Right, that's... It's just, damn near sensual. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Christian Bale is watching American Psycho. And fuck him. Because <laughs> that motherfucker... You ever see The Machinist? No, I don't. I couldn't do it. I mean, it's a rough movie to watch. Yeah, I don't think like I can do four it. pounds. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, well, I've gotten to the point where I can take my shirt off and not feel so bad about it. I've been really working I've hard. Never really cared. And it's and it's not. But I'm never going to be that Brad Pitt in Fight Club with the fucking the V the yeah. muscle. I'm just not going to be that guy. I'm just not built that way. Well, that so. takes an extreme amount of genetics. Of course, on top of the extreme amount of hard work, but genetics is almost equal, equal to that. Just to to be like that. I mean, well, it depends on what you're doing. Like, strength is more of a hard work thing. Looking good is more genetics thing. Yeah, that's true. So, 
overrated comedians. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, let me go back to the uh, ones I really love, uh, Big J Okerson. Yeah. That is one of the funniest people that's ever walked the face of the earth. He is hilarious. He's got a show on Comedy Central oh, Radio shit. called The Bonfire. Yeah. It's, it's as funny as anything ever. And they do it four or five times a week. It is fucking good. I, I forgot one. Brian oh. Regan. Oh, Brian. Fucking shit. got a computer. <laughs> and he's clean. I don't have 15. I have love. <laughs> he's clean. He's he's clean. He never curses. No. Mitch Hedberg, too. Yeah. Can't forget about motherfucking Mitch Hedberg. He was good. It's fucking great. Um, oh, there's, there, there are so many. Uh, fucking Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was a great stand-up comedian. I don't yeah. give a fuck what anybody says. Eddie Murphy, Raw Delirious are two of the best stand-ups ever. I wonder why he doesn't come back to it. Because he's just gone beyond it. I mean, he was... But they they all usually end up coming back. He doesn't need it. But some, it's an itch, I think, for most people. Maybe just maybe it wasn't just a passion of his. I don't think it was. I think it was a lot a of people to an end. A lot of people get into... He wanted to be a star. So he started with stand-up, and then he got on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Charlie then, Murphy didn't start doing stand-up until after the Chappelle show. And was he? He was a good stand-up comedian, wasn't he? Yeah, he ended up being good. Yeah, Rogan said he went with him on his first tour, and there were some rough spots. But well, uh, after that, there he, are some interviews I, I saw with Charlie Murphy where I thought he was kind of a prick, and uh, he might might have been. No, but I'm not saying that stayed. I'm saying that was when he was younger. I think he went. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a period where you're just jealous of your older brother, as you should be. If my if if Bradley all of a sudden took off. And especially if we're doing if this, Bradley started a podcast, and it like I would, I'd I would be, be so mad. mad. We I would be so we, fucking pissed. We would off. be if my brother, who barely hasn't, I think he said five words to me in the last two years, <laughs> and it's not like we're feuding. We just don't talk that much, right? If he started a podcast and all of a sudden he's charismatic and he's hilarious, he's cracking wise, I would be so fucking mad. Where was this my entire life? Exactly. I could have had somebody to play off of at the funerals, but instead <laughs> you sat there sullen like an asshole. <laughs> My well, it's kind of like the feeling uh, when we were growing up. Oh, by the way, Kraken Wise is my new favorite thing to say. I do like Kraken Wise. <laughs> <laughs> it's Josh cutting up. Cutting up is good. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Every coach I ever had. Hey, quit cutting up and playing grab ass. Cutting up in class, <laughs> horse playing. <laughs> Every time I heard that, I always imagined a couple horses like horses swinging like, their heads <laughs> at each other. <laughs> horses <laughs> playing basketball. <laughs> No, that's um, weird. They usually go for two. Remember that commercial where they're the horses yeah. play football? Um, like Ben was women. The two like, of us need look no more. That's such a weird song and such a weird. It's, it's about, it's a, about kid, a rat. Yeah. A kid with a rat. <laughs> um, ben was uh, charisma. Ben, ben had charisma. Like I didn't have the charisma for reasons that we've discussed, you know, and I just wasn't comfortable with myself. He was extremely comfortable with himself, mostly, and was musically talented, you know, all this stuff. So girls liked him. Had a hammer for a cock. He was a Keenan man. <laughs> uh, that's everybody that's completely made up. I don't know if that's true at all. Um, I, I, he was just he was just at ease with himself, and I just didn't have that, and that made me jealous of him. He actually dated a girl that I liked, and that drove me around the fucking bed. Did you want can, to put him in the torture rack? I could have killed my older brother when we were younger. I was like, I got the genetics to be. I was just bigger and stronger than him, no matter what he did. That 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 bothered him, like that I was better at sports because he liked to. I was even better at basketball. He really tried at basketball. I didn't have to try with those haunches. I bet you could dunk. 
I was actually I was a, I, at one point I was a point guard. You know, not in high school, but when I was younger, I was actually good enough to move the ball and. You know, I scored a decent amount. I was I was decent, you know. When I first started playing, I learned to rebound, and I learned the drop step and this delay in, because I, I think I was 11, mm-hmm. 10 or 11, and we played in this little league. Um, we'd practice once a week, then we'd go play a game. Yeah. But uh, the point guard would just pour it down to me in the post, and I, whenever I was 10 or 11, I was – Head and shoulders above everybody else, and this poor motherfucker that had to guard me—I was 150 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just one dribble, the power dribble, yeah. drop step, lay in. I had probably 20 points, mm-hmm. and that's in kids' league yeah. where you score 30, right? But I was the money man. What are they going to do? What are they? How are they going to guard me? I was essentially Shaquille O'Neal. Right. The only way you can do it is, is if when you're coming around, you slap the ball out of their hand. That, but then everybody the, caught up, and I sucked at basketball. Right. I could. I would go in. I played one year in junior high. I'd go in, get a couple fouls, a couple rebounds, a couple outlet passes, and I'd head back to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. Um, Did my job. And a job well done. I quit playing basketball my after my eighth grade year. Uh, in high school, I, I wanted to play football. So I started playing football. And I was – Pretty good at football, so I just figured I'd stick with it. It was rough doing football, and then two weeks after football ends, you got to start playing basketball. Well, that's the thing. I mean, get home till eight o'clock. And and, and my dad got mad at me. He's just like, "Well, you know, you know, basketball helps you keep your foot speed up and all this shit." I was like, "No, this is the time I need to be lifting weights and getting ready for football season again." You know, that's what I tried to tell him. And then when you go get closer to football season, then you work on agility and all exactly. that. Exactly. You bulk up. It's it's essentially bodybuilding or powerlifting. You bulk up in the offseason, get really, as big and strong as you can, and then you try to lean out before the season. You know, try not to lose what you've got. You know, I actually did that too well between my uh, junior and senior year. I lost, I lost 40 pounds, 50 pounds between my junior and senior year. Anyway, so. overrated comedians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost any of them that you see on Netflix, almost because I don't know who half these motherfuckers are, and I'm unless I'm I trying hear, to think. I'm trying to think. There's one of them lurking in the back of my head that I just can't. Uh, fucking Jay Leno, he's terrible. I've never seen his stand. He's terrible. I've I mean, never seen just, his actual stand up. I've seen his. I've seen his fucking monologues on. Well, that's different, is it? Yeah, because that's for mass audience. Not, You're not allowed to do. The I don't things. like his delivery. I don't like. Uh, there's just nothing about him. He was on Rogan once. He seemed like a nice guy. I've, but that's the thing. Okay, I I like him as a person. Every time I've seen an interview, I think he's. I thought he was a good night sh- talk show host. You know, I, I I never got to see Letterman stand up either. I hear it was great. Really? Yeah. Probably would. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Yeah, that's think- more of a Dennis Miller. I just did. I try to think of over uh, overrated comedians. Um, uh, I mean, I can th- name a bunch that I just don't like. Like, I don't think Martin Lawrence was that good. I think he's fucking horrible. I think Mike Epps is awful. I think um, this is going to sound extremely racist, and it isn't. Earthquake. None of those motherfuckers that I think were funny. <laughs> Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce is funny. Bruce Bruce actually is funny. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer was funny. Cedric, very funny. Uh, Bernie Mac, I thought he was hilarious. Bernie Mac was, I've liked him better as an actor. I have rarely laughed as hard as I did when he was in House Party 3. <laughs> that was so goddamn funny. I couldn't, because he was just so Bernie Mac, you know. 
He's he's like talking to him. He's like, people don't like what you're doing. Fuck him. Fuck him. And he starts just freaking out. And it's and then he they get in an argument at, at dinner with the kids, fiance's parents. He's like, hold on there, Freckles. <laughs> and it's for some reason I thought that was a, still think it's funny. Um but yeah, like uh Shucky Ducky, no. Quack quack. Yeah, I never got I mean I never got to see I don't I just don't get that. That's not my of course my demographic, and that's that's fine. I mean that doesn't make it you can't take Pat Patton Oswalt into the Apollo and he's gonna kill. He's just not going to. He probably would nowadays, but because everybody knows him, but when he was up and comer, I don't think it would Bill Burr would. Bill Burr would, yeah. Because Bill Burr is, eh, you know, he'd be. Yeah, look at all the blacks. <laughs> yeah, he really would. He'd, and they, and you know, right, let's also go about Greg Fitzsimmons, great stand-up comedian. I haven't really seen a lot of his stuff. He's fucking fantastic. Really understated. Todd Berry also. Todd, Todd Berry, I like, but he's just so. Uh, how have we not mentioned David Teller, Doug Barry. Stanhope? David, Doug Stanhope David is probably Taylor. my one. Doug C. Stanhope is, yeah, he's fucking. Great. <laughs> he might be my one C. God, that fucking bit about. Uh, Killing his mother. Well, there's that one, but the bit he did before that when he's talking about fucking Jake LaMotta is the yeah, funniest. That was his actual neighbor. <laughs> I fought Sugar Ray so many times, I got diabetes. <laughs> okay, champ. Um, no, champ. You got us. St- yes. It he, did, he did like a 15 minute bit about um, wanting to. Not wanting to be a sex offender, but wanting to register as a sex offender so people couldn't bring their kids to his house. Yeah, that's a really good. Bit. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, he's probably the uh, spiritual successor to George Carlin. He's just not as famous. Yeah, because he's t- way too dirty, and he doesn't care to be famous. Like he goes and plays rock clubs for 150 people. He could do theaters, right? He just doesn't deal with it. Um, overrated. I'm, it's it's hard to to think of people that are overrated because well, Martin Lawrence is overrated. Yeah, tremendously. Um, I'm looking through, um, Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin, uh, some of the stuff I liked fucking horrible. I mean, he's just, he, for one thing, he's, he's just a complete fucking racist. I mean, it's written all over him. He's, it's really apparent. Says the N word all the time. So yeah, no, I'm I'm just, he doesn't (laughs) like white people. I mean, it's just obvious. Um, and, um, but that brings up Cat Williams. Cat Williams is fucking great. Cat Williams is fucking hilarious. Yeah, He's really good. I'm going to Google overrated comedians to see what happens. (laughs) See what we get. Bro Bible. Ten most overrated comedians. That's why I like Bro Bible. Jeff Foxworthy. Carrot Top. I don't know, man. He has a whole genre all to himself. Yeah. Tracy Morgan. I don't know about that either. I love Tracy Morgan. I like Tracy Morgan. Kathy Griffin, yeah. Yeah. That's completely overrated. Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. Jeff Dunham, of course. Rodney Carrington. Robin Williams is number four on this list. I get that. Carlos Mencia. Gallagher. I disagree. I thought Gallagher was amazing. I thought his act was different. but Dane Cook, of course, is number one on that list. Yes. Kevin Hart. Yeah, he's awful. I've never watched. He's stuff. fucking awful. I may have, I may have watched ten or fifteen minutes, but it's not my cup of tea. Is he's on? Sorry, overrated. Yeah, he is. Sam Kinison was not overrated. No, At least he that wasn't. one special was amazing. Sam Kinison was quite a good comedian, actually. Sarah Silver Silverman was a great stand-up comedian. She still is. Whenever she does it, I'm just not sure how much she does it anymore. 
George Carlin, he's overrated. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck out of so here. So sacrilegious to say that. Uh, Janine Garofalo, I always liked her stuff. Yeah. Lenny Bruce, overrated. Lenny overrated. Bruce, who is overrated. The only reason well, the only reason Lenny Bruce got where he was is because of the well in in context of the late fifties and sixties, I'd say his stuff was pretty funny if you were living back then. But right now, it just doesn't translate as well. Uh, Bill Hicks, you ever watch any of Bill Hicks's stuff? Of course, yeah. And he's not overrated. No, he's he was pretty great, but he got yeah. he got really preachy too. Oh well. He wasn't even doing stand-up comedy toward the end. He was just screaming at people what and calling about, them dumb fucks. Yep. yep. I mean, what about Rodney Dangerfield? <sighs> that's a rough one. I mean, that that's like Henny Youngman. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> no, he was fantastic from everything I remember. I've never seen Red Fox's stand-up. No, he was not good. But there's a story about uh, a show he was doing, and he was like two hours late to get there. And the the opening act had to keep stretching and stretching and finally like he's here bring him on all right ladies and gentlemen it's time for your headliner red fox he comes walking out but by the time he gets there three quarters of the crowd is left there was only like 75 people there Mm -hmm. and he gets up to the mic goes 75 people i'm not performing for these people and just walks back (laughs) off. That's amazing. (laughs) He's... I didn't like... This might be sacrilege in general. I didn't think that Sanford and Son was a funny show at all. I never really watched it. I mean, it's not funny. It was just one of those things that was on in the background while I was playing wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, me too. It would just be on TBS. Like Alice. Yeah. Or Mel's Diner or whatever the fuck. Stephen Wright, he was amazing. Stephen Wright is amazing. Andy Kaufman. Yes, overrated. Uh, really overrated? Yes, I don't think so. Maybe I didn't say he wasn't brilliant, but I'm but a stand-up comedy. I'm talking about overrated with people who throw him out as a oh he's a genius. How the fuck do you know that? You know yeah, that's true. I mean it's what it's I like it's like that. the Radiohead thing. People had at one point had to like Radiohead to be cool. I love Radiohead. I like Radiohead. And they too. are geniuses, but I just once they started being weird for the sake of being weird, I just wasn't into it anymore. Well, I mean, they have uh, Karma Police is a great song. High and Dry is a great song. I wouldn't say I, I sit around and listen to them. I, I like Coldplay better. I mean, I, I just do. So Don Rickles was great. Joan Rivers. Jonathan Winters. Margaret Cho. I thought she was great. She probably still is. I haven't seen her lately. Anyway. Um, she had a complete nervous breakdown. Probably. Let's talk about Lucy K. He came back. Mm-hmm. By now, it's been two weeks. By the time people hear this, it's been two weeks. And um, he came back at the Comedy Cellar, which, if you've ever watched his show, that's the club he's at almost every time they show him doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And it's in the uh, it's in the intro of the show where he walks out. Right. And he came back and did like a 15-minute set and got a standing ovation. And everybody's mad at him. Who's mad at him? Uh People on the internet, female comedians are like, name me a female comedian who's mad at him. Uh, almost all of them, like nobody that anybody's ever heard of. But I'm wondering how long. Okay, how long I wanna, should he I'm, stop? I'm glad you brought this up. This needs to be addressed. Women have the option of if they think a guy's a creep, they can participate in whatever sexual thing they want they want to with them, and then act like they're into it. And once they're out of it, they say it's sick and all that all that shit. Yeah. That's bullshit. 
if you're flirting and talking and then you say you want to do this, and she's like, yeah, I love that. And then you do that. And then later she says, you know what he did? They do that all the time. Yeah, they do. And that's just. And the, my biggest problem with Louie with, with that is not that he got called out for it and it came out and all that stuff and he got a punishment out of it. It's that they automatically lump him in with actual rapists like Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's bullshit, dude. It's not the same. He asked permission. Sure, he might have been in what they think is a position of power. But 15 years ago, did you know who Louis C.K. was? Yes. Okay. Barely. Barely, yes. I mean, he wasn't wasn't Louis C.K. He was like. I thought it was weird they'd had the C.K. last name. That's one of the reasons I remember. He was doing the half hours on Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. I think when all this stuff happened, it was right around the time that he was writing on the Chris Rock show Mm -hmm. and uh, Pootie Tang came out. And and whenever all this happened, he, he apologized to each of those women individually. And if they if he if he asked them to jerk off in front of him and they said no, he walked away. He didn't pressure anybody. Mm-hmm. There's one that was kind of weird where they said he was jerking off on the phone while he was talking to her. But I mean, he's not in front of you. He's not forcing anything. Right. You could hang up the phone, of course. But I mean, it's still creepy, especially if he was in a position of power and they're saying that he he had these women blacklisted. And there and I I don't know that that's true. I don't know. But it also could be that you just weren't very good, and that's w- that's what held you back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but I can see Kathy Griffin pulling that. Yeah, he came. He he uh, he went away for nine months. One could say maybe take a little longer. A lot of the thing people had a problem with was that it was unannounced, right? Because at these comedy clubs, if a big star comes in and he wants to get on stage, they're going to let him on stage, and. I can't. He, I mean, Louis C.K. is a guy like us. You know, he's he's probably a bit aloof about the whole thing. Like he's well, I, I, nine months has been a while, but I know. But he's probably that probably crushed him in a way. Like he's yeah. he feels really bad and doesn't know what to do about it. I'm surprised he didn't commit suicide during the whole thing. Nah, you know he's got mean? two daughters. He's not going to commit. Suicide. I know, but I'm saying that. Yeah, I, I do understand. Yeah, but like I'm wondering what the punishment should be. Like, what should he do? Does he need to give these women money forever? You know that's, that's okay. That's fine. He yeah. doesn't need to do this. No, he doesn't. He doesn't he's got the money. To. He's he's out. He's like monetarily, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do any of this. What he? But deep inside of him, I think he needs to do it. It's probably his favorite thing to do is stand yeah. up comedy. How long? How long? How long do you take? What's his? What should he do? Does he need to give all these women money? Is that what this was all about? I think giving them money would make it worse. But that's I've seen many uh, commenters like the blue check marks on uh, on um, on Twitter saying he should give them compensation of what they would have made since he he had them blacklisted for the last fifteen years or however long, and give half of his money to uh, women's shelters and all that stuff. And I'm, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know how to make that call. I don't know. Yeah. How, here's the thing. He never had to stop. That's the thing. He didn't have to stop. There's not a com- comedy club in the world that wouldn't be like, you want to come? Yeah, absolutely. Please, please come here and do stand up comedy. He never had to stop, but he did. 
That, like you should be thankful he just didn't didn't do it. But I was saying earlier the the biggest problem is that one of the bigger problems people had was that it was unannounced. And um, what if there were women in the crowd that didn't like it? And that's like all of a raped. sudden there's there's a rapist in front of him. Like he's not a fucking rapist. No, he isn't. He's a creep. He is a creep. Absolutely, he's a creep. If you've ever heard five minutes of his fucking, yeah, he that's part of his bit. I mean, he's. I mean, there's a whole scene in his show about a girl asking him to jerk off in front of from front of them when he was a kid, and I guarantee you that happened to him. Mm. There's a reason why he likes that, right? And it's probably something real weird that happened to him. But men can't be victims, so whatever. And he jerked off in front of some chicks. Some of them liked it. Some of them didn't. How many of them are there out there that loved it and thought it was hilarious and thought it was great? Well, not hilarious, but thought it was hot. You know what I mean? Thought it was, yeah. Thought it was a turn on, you know? I don't know. I don't know what, what they want from him. Like I said, he doesn't have to do it, but you're not going to stop him. All right. I don't know where, where the, uh, I mean, are you going to press charges? You can't because he didn't do anything illegal. He asked. You said yes. And he did the thing that he asked to do. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Uh, I just, I, I've been actually secretly rooting for him to come back out. Like, uh, absolutely. I'll, you know, so. I can't, every, hey, guess what? I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, um, there's one particular Legion of Skanks. They say every, every female comedian that they talk to privately says, this is not a big deal. Yeah. I don't know why it's being blown up like this. But I can't say this out loud in front of, in front of people because I'll get blackballed. Exactly. That's. I mean, I think most people feel that way. Yeah, probably. It's not like Weinstein. No, it's not like any of those other ones. But I don't know, man. What's what's what are you going to do? What does Louis C.K. have to do to be able to do stand up comedy again? Which is probably all he wants. Yeah. Uh, he did a lot of shit for women. He did. Uh, he produced uh, Tignataro's show. Is she any good? Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's real good. Um, but she was one of the first ones that came out and said he needs to address these sexual um, misconduct allegations against him. So, I mean, he gave you a show. Yeah. If he didn't sign off on you, you're not getting a show, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But whatever. <laughs> um. He took he he do he did this big tour last year before he put out the special, which was great. Yeah, um, and he had three or four women, female openers with him. I mean, I don't, he's trying to push women forward now. Maybe back then he was trying to push his dick in them, or at least in front of them. It's but, like the James Franco thing. What did he do? Um, from what I understand, is he made advances for. To a couple women, and he made a couple independent movies where women did nude scenes, and he only only paid them a hundred bucks. But these are zero budget movies, and that's scale for a day, and you didn't have to do that job. So that's like union scale for a day of acting is a hundred bucks, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I still like Louis C.K. I still think he's hilarious. He's He's my number one, one or two guy in comedy because he's so filthy. He's so honest. Jim Norton. I forgot to mention Jim Norton. I like Jim Norton. Yeah, he's he's good. But Jim Norton is an odd. He's an odd dude. Yeah, but he's a weird. 
You know, he was on Star Trek The Next Generation. Really? A few times. That's awesome. He was in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The first one in like 2001 or whatever. I, I do. I like his... I don't even know if he's a stand-up comedian. I just like him. His his persona is Rob Corddry. Yeah, I think he does some stand-up, but yeah, he's great. He's fucking funny. Uh, shit. He's one of my favorite things in uh, he. Well, he's the thing in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, <laughs> like I bought that movie because Rob Corddry cracks me up. We've been rambling along enough. Enough about Louis. Let's uh, go into favorite things since you just said that. Raindrops on roses, whiskers on kittens, bright Mm. copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper... Favorite things, episode 175. Well, you're the fucking host here. You introduce it. Time for another episode of Favorite Things. Favorite Things. Favorite Things. (laughs) This one's my favorite. When I die, this is going to turn into a morning zoo. Yes, it is. I'm going to be in heaven or hell. So angry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Favorite things this week. Uh, blood sport. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it's so terrible, but it's not. It's not. I, I've, I've talked about it on here being my favorite thing before. My favorite. My favorite. My reason it's a favorite thing this week is because again I've watched enough MMA and videos of these karate guys getting the shit kicked out of them and old MMAs where kickboxers beat the dog shit out of taekwondo practitioners and ninjutsu practitioners and shit. It kind of ruined the movie because I'm like half these guys can't do shit. You know they're just Van Dam is. He's legit. He's he actually legit. legit. Yes, he's, he's uh, actually Bolo Young is legit. Is he the? Uh, big, Chong, he's Chong Lee. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he was, legit. He was for decades, uh, uh, and he is one big fucking dude. Um, there were probably a couple more on there that were actually okay, but like the big ogre dude, he could fuck some people up. Well, he's just more of a brawler, kind of a Greco. Well, you talking about uh, Donald Donald uh, Ogre Gib? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want him to just jump in the middle of the ring and go nerds. <laughs> Um, <laughs> actually, it, I watched that movie. There's only two good actors in the entire movie: Revenge of the Nerds or uh, No Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Well, there's three. Are we going to include Jean Claude Van Damme? We are not. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. Jean Claude Van Damme, he's terrible. <laughs> um, is he better Forrest than Rob Whitaker, Van Damme? Forrest Whitaker. Oh yeah, is a good actor. Uh. Donald Gibb is a good actor, even though he's got typecast for being the ogre character and all that stuff. And I guess sort of like the guy that so- played Larry Kubiak and uh, Parker Lewis. Yes, I, Donald Gibb is a good actor. Like the scenes where it's him and Van Damme, he's acting and he's yeah. doing a good job. Van Damme is sticking up the fucking joint. I, mean, he's just, <laughs> <laughs> I am ready. It's just, and like it's just bad. Um, the girl in it, I can't remember her name. She was good. Um, Cicely Tyson. Sure. <laughs> Jack A. Uh, Mary. <laughs> Mary, you can't go to the Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> There's our fucking title right there. Maybe. Um, 
then that went me down, uh, drove me down this whole eighties movie like rabbit hole. Like I started watching, you know. Did you get to a Rocky movie? No, because that's a different thing. Eighties movies do include Rocky, but how how would you say that wouldn't try to be clever? Rocky's movies are eighties movies. Yeah, they're their own genre. So it's like, <laughs> I watched. Um, I actually started watching Battle Beyond the Stars, which on the surface is a piece of dog shit. It's, it's Richard. Uh, <laughs> Richard uh, Belzer. He was on the the Waltons. Oh, uh, Richard Thomas. Yes, who's not a bad actor. Don't get me wrong. No, he's great. He has that mole. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had a ponytail in it. Yeah, he did. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's him and uh, and like uh, quite a few other people. And actually, it was it, it, if the budget had been there, it would have been a good movie because John Sale wrote it. The guy who wrote Mate One and Eight Men Out and all that stuff. So it had a good script. Um, it had some good people in it, and. You know, for the time, the special effects weren't terrible. And, but it just couldn't quite get there. You know what I mean? It actually had a cult following. Um, and, um, I mean, then I started watching. There's a couple. I didn't know this. Here's something that blew my mind Irvin Kershner directed Robocop 2. It's one of the most violent movies of all time. It's a good movie, actually. Robocop 2 is actually a good movie. I haven't seen it in so long. I need it's to watch it again. strange. It's got its peccadilloes. And I know he made it that way on purpose. Like, it's a Frank Miller script. And it's directed by Irvin Kirshner. So that's a nerd's dream. I mean, it's it's the guy who directed fucking... It's the guy who, who wrote The Dark Knight Returns being directed by the guy who directed, directed the, Empire. the Empire Strikes Back. So you can't miss. And it is a good movie. Like the villain was cool. Um, they went into the fact, into Robocop's, you know, it was just, it was good. Um, sci-fi movies in the eighties were very dark because some of it, Blade Runner, like I watched Blade Runner today. It's so fucking dark. Like there is Blade Runner twenty forty nine is dark in its own way. It's not nearly as dark as the first one. If you sit around and watch that, that is I've watched almost it. difficult to watch at some points. It's completely devoid of joy. Yes, there is nothing joyful about it. No. There is nothing uh, redeeming no. about there. There is actually there's a a semi rape scene involving oh, Harrison yeah. Ford and uh, and Sean Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. um, Keep it going. There's. Rudger Hauer sticking his fucking thumbs a la the, the mountain and, and fucking uh, uh, Oberyn Martell sticking his f- and breaking the guy's skull and shit. And Rudger Hauer, by the way, I don't know if he got an Oscar nomination for that, but he should have. I mean, it was a, a tremendous role. Like He's a damn fine actor. He was good looking in that, too. Like that Germanic. He looked like a robot would look, you know, too perfect. You know, yeah. he's just a perfect human being. And at the end, that. It's, it's a beautiful scene where he he, he's like, he said, I've, the things I've seen, and he's just looking at this, at this human being, and they're better than us. They just don't live as long. He's like, I've seen uh, ships on fire uh, off the shoulder of Orion. I've seen, you know, he said, all these things, things are going to vanish like tears in the rain. And then he dies. He says, it's time to die. And he releases a dove, and that's over. Movie's over. Fucking terrible, because he was actually not a bad person. He was just a person. He wanted more life. He wanted more life for the people he loved. So, who's the villain? The, the the society killing him? 
or the robot trying to fucking get more life. <laughs> He's not the villain. Society's the villain in that movie. This horrible society that creates disposable people that it's all right to fucking murder in the fucking streets. That's the gist of the whole fucking movie. Had one, of much, most, yeah. had one of the most violent but beautiful scenes ever when that one woman, the stripper woman, is running from Harrison Ford and he's gunning her ass down and she's smashing through those windows and stuff. Hard to watch, man. It's fucking rough. That is a rough movie. It's a slog, too. And it's and the music is done by Vangelis, so it's all fucking uh, like synth synth stuff, and it's just really... Who, who directed the new one? Uh, Dennis Villeneuve or on the way. Yeah, he's he nailed the the yes, tone he did. of what it's supposed to look like because even the everything about it it just looked prettier. Actually, it, it looked almost the same. If you well, it, it, it was a like we talked about. It is a it's a description of that time period from the eighties. Like the future that we have, because Blade Runner actually happens a year from now. The original, 2019 is when the original Blade Runner takes place. So, and it is a completely overwrought. You know, they were reaching for what they thought, and and to tell you the truth, in the 80s it could have gone there. Pollution was out of control. You know, sur- cities were so fucking dirty. I mean, people think that the I'm I'm usually against government regulations, but the Clean Air Act. Yeah, if, if these fuckers are going to keep fucking up our air and our water, we're not going to have a place, you know. I mean, if you look at uh, pictures of the skyline of Los Angeles and New York from the 70s and 80s. It was awful. It's terrible. Yeah, it's just, it's smog. And Los Angeles, it was dangerous to go outside and breathe. Yeah. There were smog alerts. That Even the fact that now that we can't even fathom that is a good thing because that's how far it's come. Now you have... Dumb fucks that we are even friends, not even friends with, but acquainted with, who think that, well, that's just a bunch of tree-hugging hippie crap and all that. You, you know, they're that fucking dumb. The, the reason that shit happens is because people like Donald Trump were in control. That's happening again. It's going to happen again. I mean... Anonymy. <laughs> the mamma um, Somebody needs to get on that. Um, But that movie is dark. Then there's um, like all the sci-fi. Robocop, the original Robocop, is a dark fucking movie. It is uber fucking violent. They blow his fucking arms and legs off with shotguns, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Alienation is a fucking violent movie. I never got to finish it, but it did you? Did really you like good. it? I liked what I saw. What it was, I, it I was saw good. Like the first forty minutes. Or I don't think they committed to it. I don't think the studio committed to it. I think that it was a kind of strange property that they just kind of at the end just said, "Well, we, we just have to finish this because it's a very cool concept. A, a race of aliens are dumped on this planet and they have to assimilate and they're doing their best and they're actually really good people. But since the fact that they're both more intelligent. Stronger than us, you know, the stuff they're a threat to our society as they should be. You know, it's sort of like that movie Bright that came out. Actually, Bright ripped Netflix. it off completely yeah. from what I heard. It's so. a lot like that because they yeah. also look the same. The orcs look a lot, a lot, a lot like. I think that they remade, actually, I think I've discussed this. If they remade Alienation, they made the aliens look not quite so different. I would think more angelic, like they're even better looking than us. Yeah. And a complete threat to our entire existence, then that would be a good movie because you have some social, you know, pathos there where people are like, shit, you know, they're just better than us. So, you know, you could do something like that, but 
80s movies, I, I think that 80s, and it's not even 80s sci-fi, like watching Hoosiers again and watching, um, uh, I know there's at least, um, I know there's at least one more that I've watched recently. One Crazy Summer. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that that's a Savage Steve Holland. Actually, I did watch one of his called uh, How I Got Into College, which was a HBO original movie. And um, it was a Savage Steve Holland, and it had uh, Anthony Edwards in it and uh, Laura Flynn Boyle back when she was smoking ass hot, mm. but before she lost all the weight and got really awful looking. Yeah, um, fucking real now. Yeah, it's, it's not healthy. Wouldn't know whether to fuck her or pick her up and jack off with her. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because <laughs> he's so small. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. Probably weighs maybe 90 pounds. Yeah, and she's been that for years. That can't be healthy on her. No. Um, I just think that the 80s were, uh, they were really fascinating time with that. Like the. One thing, you had to be uh, better at telling stories because you. Absolutely. Because you didn't, have, you didn't the, have the sci fi. You didn't the, have the, the CGI, special. especially with, with, especially with sci fi. Right. You had to be better at telling stories because you didn't have all the shit we have now. Well, I, I, that's why I like. Practical effects better. I think that practical effects make you tell a better story. Yeah, but we couldn't have Avengers movies with practical effects. I'm not saying that CGI and digital effects don't do good things. They do good things, and they actually advance everything. But it is a very tricky thing. You have to do it correctly, or it's going to be shit. DC doesn't do it correctly. Not it's yet. dog shit. Marvel does it absolutely correctly every time. You can't so, even tell that it's fake. Yeah, sometimes not. So I mean, like, I mean, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy deal. I mean, that's I, I totally believe that I'm in space and there's all kinds of crazy space shit going on, you know? Yeah, space shit. <laughs> They're going to create some kind of new special effect that's gonna, actually going to be able to. It's going to combine CGI with real world shit. And they're going to be able to create something that will move and talk and interact with things and still be programmed by a computer. It's going to essentially be a robot. They're going to come up with that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, so that's where special effects are likely going. So now we'll look back on it and like, man, the computer goofy effects we can see, you know. But <laughs> the thing about it is Marvel for the past 10 years has created a snapshot in time that we all, for the rest of our lives, will be able to go back to. Like, hey, man, let's have a Marvel movie day. Let's just go watch all of them, you know. Jesus. By the time they're done, which I don't think they're ever going to be done. They'll have to finish. This I, time I think line. it'll peter out. Yeah, I think the. I think they'll be. Then, then I wait, think they'll be the last gasp. Of then the wait movie. like ten years and do it again. Maybe maybe pick a couple different characters. Well, they're doing that now. Captain Marvel opens up a whole different thing with Adam Warlock, and you know they that, released some screens. I saw. I like it. I'm gonna look it up. They released not like any footage, but they released a little bit of it. Hopefully. uh DC gets on track. That uh, Shazam movie looks pretty good. Yeah, I think that could be their like the reboot. Like if they do that, and then they they just need to lighten everything the fuck up. I mean, yeah, if they were going to go dark, they should they should have backed the Brinks truck up to Christopher Nolan and, and said, "Yeah, said, you're directing." Yeah, dark. said you are directing Superman because you're the only one who can make this work. You know, instead of just producing it and letting. God, I feel bad for Zack Snyder, but holy shit, yeah, I've seen. They look, it's set in the nineties, so they aged uh, Nick Fury back. He has his eye back. They, yeah, yeah looks, it's going to be, dude, it's so going to be good. It's going to be good. I mean, I've I've learned to trust Marvel. So when does it come out? Next spring. So 
you know, we got to go through. It'll be spring 2019. Great. Fantastic. March, I think. March 2019. Remember they were, Ronda Rousey was in talks to play her, Captain Marvel. She fits the if she's any, she fits the physical part, she but she, does, good she can't actress. act. She yeah, can't act, I, so. she's she's good at wrestling acting. Yeah, that's about it right now. I think that could be the thing though. If she really committed and buckled down and really tried, that that's the thing that could have carried her out of. But man, this chick can really act. Yeah, I, I was. I, I don't know if I've said it on the show before, but she was really good. She's really good in the ring and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it's, and she seems happy. So I'm thinking she's probably at the right spot for her right now, right? As far as life goes, because they. She's probably making shitloads of money. Yeah. And they don't have to. Uh, she doesn't uh, kill herself. Like she'll maybe do a match a week. Right. Then she'll show up and do a run in at a house show or some shit yeah. like that I mean, where she doesn't have to kill good herself. Good for her. I'm glad she's. I don't think she's ever been happy in her life, even when she was doing MMA. Probably rough, man. So her dad committed suicide. Then she went through the thing where she didn't know what she was going to do. And then she was, you know what I mean? Her mom was a judo champion. So she. From the time she could do anything, she was doing judo. Exactly. Her mom would wake her up, slapping an armbar on her. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's gonna be rough. That's what makes champions, my friend. I guess. <laughs> guess I'm, I'm glad I'm not a champion. I suppose, but mm. I mean, I'm not really glad. I mean, I, I mean, that's the way. I don't know if you you probably haven't seen it, but uh, Tanya, I Tanya. Yeah, I Tanya. Yeah, that movie's great. Allison Janney plays her mom, doesn't she? Does a great job. Does, yeah, she never doesn't do a great job. Allison Janney's one of the most unsung. No, I've actresses. seen I've seen video of her mom because there's a documentary on Hulu now. I've seen her mom. She did a fucking good job. She she nailed it. Yeah, but uh, that's what she she said at the end of the I Tanya movie. It was like the reason she's so good at this is because I I was hard on her. So, something like that. Yeah, and it's not wrong. Could have maybe lightened up a tidbit. But Have you ever seen uh, like old pictures or footage of footage of Tanya? She was a fucking tank. Like yeah. she was muscular as fuck. That's why she was able to do like the triple axel because she had those haunches. Yeah, she could, and her arms too. Her arms were muscular. She could push off unlike anybody else because she was a brick shit house. Right. She built like did she work? Did she lift weights and stuff? Probably. Yeah, I would think she probably did. Nancy Kerrigan was just the the girl who was. Good at yeah. skating, and she then, was good, girl next door, yeah. kind of pretty and in an approachable way. But she was an asshole too. That's what I hear, yeah. That's why you get your knee hit, yeah. son. Um, other 80, 80s movies you want to reference? There was at least not one, uh, at least one more. Um, um the uh, you see on the queue, you see what I watch, yeah. Um. I haven't looked at it in a couple of days though, but usually you you post about what you're watching. Blood, I got excited when you said, that. <laughs> you "Okay, Blood, USA, put a fucking Bloodsport." <laughs> when you watch, said you watched Bloodsport, um, then I put the the Bloods. I always put a quote up for the movie. Pretty though. much any Chuck Norris movie from the '80s is pretty good. In a in a, in a Invasion pretty, USA would be the one. That I'm, yeah, it's uh is the one I went to the movie theater and saw no less than twice when I was a kid. Remember kids movies from the 80s? Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and stuff. That was the first movie That's I ever saw That's the in 90s. Theaters. That's like the tail end of the 80s. That's like the was that 89? I think it was 89. That's the first movie I've ever been 90. First movie I ever saw in theaters. 90. It's like 90, they took a switch after that, and they kind of lightened stuff up. The 80s were, I don't know, it's because the 80s were... Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you a movie. It's not an '80s movie, but it's set in the '80s that I watched recently. I watched American Psycho again. Fuck yeah! God, 
That movie's so fucking fucked up, dude. But I laughed so hard during part it is seven. It's so funny. I know. I'm not sure that that's what they were going for. No, I think that so they funny. were. I think that they were. Like, um, <laughs> I, I was. I forgot to put up. I was going to put up uh, watching American Psycho. I had to return some videotapes because <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying it. Don't just look at it. Eat it. <laughs> Yeah, I want you to wash your vagina. <laughs> the whole diatribe on Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Four, of course, is a good album. <laughs> hey, Paul! <laughs> I bet you won't eat it. I can't remember the name of the restaurant. Um, Delio's. I bet you won't eat it, Delio's again. You fuck! And he's like chopping them up. <laughs> All right, my favorite, one of my favorite things this week, at least, is uh, this song that came out. It's uh, by a good friend, not good friend, but Froggy Fresh. Okay. And it's uh, pretty tremendous. I'm going to hit play. Might not listen to the whole thing, but it's really good. You look so amazing in that sundress. Wonder what you look like when you're undressed. I can see the future in your eyes You know I would never tell you lies I just want to see you smile So stick around a while, baby It's pretty good stuff I see a man blowing up your phone Telling you that you need to come home F that clown, he ain't about a thing <laughs> Look, I don't see no engagement ring so what's the harm in flirting, baby? Cause your boyfriend's a bitch, he ain't shit He can suck on my dick, I ain't with all that shit Why he do you like this when you're home all alone? Why he out fucking around with them hoes? Cause your boyfriend's a bitch, he ain't shit He can suck on my dick, I ain't with do you know this guy? Why he do okay. you like this when you're home all alone? Why he out fucking round with them hoes? I just want to say, this is a very well-constructed song, and it also manages to be fucking hilarious. Yeah, it is good. I like I when like anybody it. says, suck on my dick. Yeah. So why the fuck do he still got your hand? <laughs> this is Froggy Fresh. He was on um, Tosh.0. Oh. He does, he's like a rapper. Okay. He's the weird rap. But... I don't know, man. It's just the looks on his face and everything. It might not trans- translate through. <laughs> well, he's part of this whole. I know it's not politically correct, the the wigger word, but that created its own its own culture. You know what I mean? Like, well, this is obviously taking the piss out of those people. Well, yes, yeah. I, I I understand yeah. that, but I'm saying that it, it, it's a thing, you know, and and they're getting now to the age like we've talked about the Marmette thing, where where they are now laughable, but it, it is actually a valid social group now. Yeah. I mean, they they they're their own race, essentially. Yes, because they're, they're breeding amongst themselves, and they're all no- <laughs> and they're all they're all knock kneed and have trailer park fucking blonde hair with they colored with peroxide. It's all orange. Orange. Their skin's usually blotchy. Yeah. You know, they're they're just they always wear they wear clothes that used to be nice, but now they're just shitty and broke down. Yeah, they're big on them now. Yeah. 
But like he has a, a, like a well-constructed uh, bridge to the song. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. My only uh, critique might be only do the chorus when you do the chorus the first two times. Just go through it once, right? And then the last time, go through it twice, right? You know. He's not a bad singer. It's so good. <laughs> I like it when you say you tell somebody they ain't shit. Yeah, when you ain't shit, you ain't shit. That's so fucking. Funny. Mama ain't shit. <laughs> I don't know. I just love it. I think he's hilarious. He's adorable. I ain't with all that shit. I like they rhyme shit with shit. It's fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things this week. A good, a, a well constructed comedy song. I mean, they're not that great often. I've got a great comedy Pe- song. People try musical comedy, and uh, like, there's few people that do it really well. You got your, um, your Flight of the Concords, your Garfunkel and Oates. I'm not going to say Wheeler Walker Jr. because that's not comedy. That's just real music, baby. Oh. Is it business time? Oh, it's business time. Oh, Lord. It's <laughs> so fucking great. I know. Because it's Wednesday. <laughs> and Wednesday night is the night that we usually make love. Monday night is my night to cook. Tuesday night we go and visit your mother. But Wednesday we make sweet weekly love. It's when everything. It's when everything is just right. <laughs> There's nothing good on TV. Let's get to you the core. So you have to work social sports team practice so you're not too tired. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all, all on. You lean in and whisper something sexy in my ear like, I might go to bed now. I've got work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying, trying to say, girl. You're, you're trying, trying to say, oh, yeah. It's business time. It's business time. It's business. That's a good fucking song. Oh, yeah. Like I said, very few people are good at it, mm-hmm. and some a lot of people have tried it, right? But oftentimes it just it just falls flat. It does. I mean, I tell you one that didn't though. That's funny. That's I, I know it's meant to be funny, but it's so well constructed. Is smoking. <laughs> Drinking beer and smoking cigarettes. What's that? Who who did who did that one? Oh, <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost it's so because that guy could be real. You know, I mean, no we doubt. all kind of know a guy like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he's 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 never done anything for his health, or you know what I mean. He's he thinks he's cool and. He might even get laid on occasion, but it's just how how does he do that? You know, it's almost like a superpower. He's a complete fucking loser, <laughs> and he gets laid. <laughs> it's time for Umbridge Taker. I've actually got some pretty good umbrage. Where you go then? Well, there's this organization. Let's call them the West Virginia Podcasters Association. I can see where this is going. And I don't they like created it. an award just to 
make somebody that I know feel better. And they even called this person a co-host. And I find it insulting. I find it to be detrimental to the organization. Like, how can I take them seriously when they're, they're just creating things out of thin air, making up awards just to make... Yeah, this, that this sucks. A named person feel better. Who is this asshole? What's the award? It's the uh, co-host of the... Fuck you! <laughs> uh, I didn't make that up. Well, they've never given it out before. They had to create an award. Well, what... They had to create an award well, because I'm so good Sort of like the, the Oscars created an award for popular film just so they could hopefully give uh, one to Black Panther. Maybe, but I'm just saying. And guess what? Black Panther's not going to win that one. I'm sorry. Infinity War was better than Black Panther. Yes, it is. But if Black Panther doesn't win, there'll be... It'll be Infinity War. And Black Panther was in Infinity War. So, yeah, and they kind of win. Pile of Ash. At the end. Oh, God. They killed a black guy. Yeah. They killed multiple black guys in that. Yeah. They really did. What's his face? Uh, um, Falcon. Doctor, not Doctor Strange, but... Um, Samuel Jackson's character faded away. A lot of the... I, li- I like how he's getting ready to say motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody was like, oh, he's... But anyway, I take umbrage with just creating things out of thin air to make people feel better. I don't like it. It's a partici- participation award done by an anonymous group of people. None anonymous. It's, an, it's a... So you're you're saying I'm Lincoln Chafee? Is that you what are I'm Lincoln Chafee. You are... You're lower than Lincoln Chafee. I'm lower than Lincoln Chafee. You are, you are Gary Johnson, who I liked, but not a lot. So I own, I own marijuana stock. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So. I, I actually do. <laughs> I haven't checked on it like that. But I take umbrage with that. I take umbrage with the Fayette County Tax Department. Uh-oh. Not not only am I vehemently against personal property taxes, I've bought this before and I paid taxes at the time. That's but, yeah, I don't get that. But now, in order to use the thing that I bought, I have to pay you every year. I don't. Yeah, it's so. Uh, say, well, it funds stuff. What? What does it fund? Yeah, how is that benefiting me, the person who owns this piece of property? But whatever. But what happened is I paid them. I I go on the website. And I've been doing this since 2015, and I pay whatever it tells me to pay, and I've had zero problem. Mm-hmm. I've been getting my sticker for my car, getting my tags, and and been paying it, and never been a problem. Then this this time, I go and I pay it, and I try to renew my tags, and they and I send them the receipt that I got, and they said that's not. The receipt for personal property tax. That's the receipt for for real estate tax. And I said, that's not possible. My mortgage company pays my real estate tax. I've been doing this for four years now, and this has never been a problem. And now it turns out that I owe four years of personal property tax because the website. How much is that? I, I don't know. Is it a lot? It's gonna be a. It's gonna be detrimental for a minute, but we'll survive. As long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. Well, then you'll stay alive because you can really love. But apparently, you're supposed to either go to the courthouse or call them, and they'll create a ticket for you to 
um, pay your personal property tax. Apparently, they automatically do one for the real estate tax. Right. But they don't do the same thing for personal property tax. And the rage I felt inside when I... Would, oh, I'm sure. I understand mass shootings now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely... If, if the person I was talking to on the phone had been in front of me, I would have beat that 70-year-old woman to death. And she wasn't even being rude. This really, this is actually my fucking mistake. Well, I mean, kind of, but it's, I mean, I thought that you could just go on the thing and pay the thing and then move on with your business. You get your tags because it's the way it's been for the past four years. Yeah. But apparently you can't. You have to call them or go there and they'll create a ticket. Then you go and you pay whatever it is you pay. I wanted to vomit. I was so angry. Filled. The, probably the angriest I've ever been. Damn. Yeah. And it's technically my mistake. But that's just Jesus Christ. But it's just fucking just do the thing. Bullshit. That's easy. Why are we still doing 1990s stuff? I know. Whenever we have 2018 technology. Exactly. Yeah. Completely agree. I was so mad. Like I was. Oh, God damn it. Oh, mad just thinking about it. I do have a good story. A a numbered story. That's all my umbrage. That's. I don't know how much. But it's you, be. you saying you've, you've that that say that statement saying you've never been this angry. I went down to Western Union some money to my daughter for for school clothes and stuff. And Have it, they not started school there yet. Or is this an older story? No, this they don't start there till September. Whoa! And um, so she's been in for a little bit over a week now, and um. There is this Jagoff who works in the Kroger's down there. I can't remember this fucker's name. He's tall, wears glasses. I'd say he's 50, maybe, and he always wears a hat. And he wants the he is one of the biggest pricks I've ever just interacted with in my life. Because this is on a couple of occasions now that he's just been. He's one of these guys. You ever met a, a, a fat fuck type guy who, who's arrogant for no apparent reason? You're looking at one, pal. No, you uh, <laughs> you can play music. You, uh, you know, you work out. You have personality. This guy, you know. I can fuck like a champion. <laughs> just ask any number of our <laughs> listeners' mothers. Um, you this guy is that guy. He's he's really arrogant for no apparent reason. Quick thing. I always thought this was a monkey song. Who is this? The Five Americans. Things went wrong today. For some reason, I always thought this was the monkeys. Sounds like a Beatles clone song. Might be. I had no clue. There were uh, quite a few Beatles clones that came out. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, the monkeys were one of them. Um, I always heard that the monkeys were a big influence on the Beatles. <laughs> I watched that the other day, too. <laughs> That's Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. That sounds mm. good. I'll have that. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> but anyway, I am I just walk up to the, to, the de- to the desk, to the customer service. This motherfucker in the middle of, of a rush says, nobody will be able to come up there and help you. We're all up here now because it's busy. Yells that. How about a little tact, pal? I, 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 I was so, I've never been that angry. You know, you know me, I'm a usually peaceful person. I wanted to pummel this motherfucker. I wanted to go up to that office, drag him out, pummel him in the middle of fucking everybody, and then just, I've, I haven't been that angry in so long. So long that I almost made a Facebook post about it. I didn't, <laughs> because I just don't like being that person. But 
And I'm still, when I go back down there and he's there, I'm going to say something to him. Not in a shitty way, but in a, well, kind of in a shitty way. And where was this at again? Kroger's. Kroger's. Mm -hmm. The one that's closing down. Yes. And. God, the valley's turning into a Bruce Springsteen song. Oh my God, it's been a Bruce Springsteen song. We even have a steel a steel mill. The closing down the textile mill. I'm just, I don't know, man. I, I that I have God, I've have never in recent years been that angry, and it's just. I understand. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Oh, Bruce. Yeah, man. That's some, that's pretty good umbrage. I, I just... I have worked with the public, so I understand what it's like. I hadn't done anything except go over there and stand. I just walked up to the thing. I would have waited an hour. I don't care. I've got a, I've got a personal entertainment device in my fucking hand at all times. I can read. I can watch funny videos. I can be on Facebook. I can do whatever the fuck I want. That was not completely fucking unnecessary, you know. And I'm going to tell him that and be like, I was in here the other day and you yelled around and you embarrassed me in front of this old store and it was completely unnecessary. And he's the kind of guy that's going to be a dickhead about it. So I'm going to have to raise the octaves a couple of times and tell him to go fuck himself, you know, because I've been waiting to tell this guy to go fuck himself for a while now. Like I've seen how he interacts with people, with customers and with like staff. He's a fucking cocksucker. Like he's one of these guys who's been in that for so long that he's untouchable because he's a union job and he's just able to be a dickhead to everybody. So, I don't know, man. It was, it was rough. I, I've never had a good experience at that store in Smithers. I've never really had a bad one, to be quite Everybody's honest. always been rude to me there. Really? Yeah. Everybody just seems rude. I, 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 I've had the opposite. Like, uh, there's always there's always this one girl who pretty much does my Western Union. We always laugh. And she's like, why don't you send me some of that money? <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you go fuck yourself, you stupid slit? <laughs> But I'm just saying that, um, you know, and they're always polite. And this guy, on the couple of occasions I've dealt with him, is the glaring exception. I'm like, wow, you're really a fucking cocksucker. You know, so it's almost like one of those things, like, I was amazed, like, are you really this much of an asshole? You know, I mean, did I, am I in the wrong here? Did I get this wrong? Did I do something? You know, I really went there. I was just like, did I do something to piss this guy off? But all I did was walk up to the fucking counter. You know, I was just like, ah, I didn't do anything, you know. So since they were busy, he just wasn't going to come over and help. He, I get that they were busy and everything, but just the tone he used and everything was just uh, perhaps say something. We'll be with you as soon as we possibly can. Yeah, How, who, who's that going to hurt? Exactly. I mean, and you know me, I'm not confrontational. I, I don't. I, I wasn't going to say anything, even if I had to wait over there for a long ass time. I wasn't going to say anything. Now you're going to give them them hands, though. Now you're going to give yeah. them them paws. <laughs> I'm not that way, but yeah. I'm just give them that work. Give them that smoke. <laughs> work that body a little bit. Gut punch, <laughs> gut strut. Maybe a death gut strut out of there. All right, I think we've done enough da- enough damage. You got anything else you want to run your mouth about? I think that's it. What song should we use to end it? You're the host. You can do the close. Okay. Now Main Street's whitewashed windows 
Well, in the spirit of uh, Bruce, but not actually a Bruce song, we're going to go down on, some, on something a little nice here. All right, now you got to do the outro to talk. All right, this is uh, Pillow Fort Radio. It's been another great, great experience with you folks. Go fuck all your mothers. That's good. That's good stuff right there. Um, and uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, anything on this. Anywhere podcasts are sold. Anywhere podcasts are sold. Tell your friends. Tell you. <laughs> Tell all your friends We don't want to do this We, we want to do this for a living Yeah We don't want to have actual jobs I want to give my opinions every day We do one Folks We do everyone every day If this was my If this, if this was, was our, our job, job I promise you, you We would do an hour every single day We would And we would do one a week That was longer than an hour Exactly So The quality would probably go down <laughs> But we would We would do one at least five days a week It'd be warm bodies Yes So Go fuck your mothers and yeah. we're out. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> Episode quality hosting. 175. 175. God damn it, kid. You got a future. <laughs>